Welcome back to the podcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. Today we have an exciting episode for you today. We have Like Moss to Flames, new EP, and uh, one of my favorite bands, Silent Planets, new full-length album for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Moss to Flames... Like Master Flames is pure like porcelain mm-hmm. and Silent Planet is iridescent. Oof. All right. Uh, great names. Great words. Yeah. Uh, Want to start off with Lex Mo- uh I just can't talk today. Like Schmuff, two frames. <laughs> oh, my word. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. That's fine. Thanks for knowing what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I actually don't really listen to like Moss to Flames all that much. I like their stuff, but then I I end up listening to it for a little bit and then I forget all about them. So yeah, when you're like when you're like, hey, they have a new EP, I was like, oh yeah, they still exist. Let's yeah, I I like them. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I've always I've always been like you know like a I, I guess like a casual fan you could say like I I've always. Like I have, uh-huh. I think I have most of their CDs actually, um, most of their CDs and I always give it a listen and all the way through and, but it's, it's not really a band that I come back to it uh, like repeatedly. It's just like, um, I think when I heard that they came, came out with a new EP, I was like, oh yeah. So I, I went back and listened to like a Monster Flames, like one of their previous albums. Um, you know, and I enjoy their sound, but I wouldn't say it's like a, like a favorite for me, but I still yeah. enjoy it everything that they write for sure. Yeah. I, I, I like how they, uh, define themselves with, uh, trademark trademark foundations of incisive technical dexterity and uncompromising heaviness all underpinned with earworm melodies. I, I don't know why I like that a lot. Just, I want an earworm of melodies. <laughs> Some good. I don't, te- te- I don't know about technical dexterity. They got some widdly diddlies in there. Do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. all over the place. Let, let them have their credit. Okay. I think this was also talking about their uh, their last full length and not necessarily um, with no eternity in gold. Uh, so, yeah, might have been talking that album might be might sound a little bit different than this EP. So. Yeah, that one, um, or. that one I did, you know, back when I was, you know, cause most of the music that I listened to a lot, I, 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 I used to buy a lot of music, but since I got Spotify, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna use Spotify for a while because it's just save yourself it, some money. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I, yeah, I liked no eternity in gold. I would say that's the one you, you, you said, right? No yes. eternity in gold. Yep. Um, that one, I think, like in order of, like, like when we don't exist, I think was the one I listened to a lot when I first, you know, came across them. And then Eye for an Eye was good too. Um, I think I missed one in there. The Dying Things We Live For. Name sounds familiar, it, but I can't think of it. Yeah. So I think in kind of in the middle, like Dark Divine and Dying Things, I don't even know if I know that one. I kind of um, didn't listen to all that much i think yeah and then no attorney in gold i think i oh wait a minute no attorney in gold it says instrumental 2021 oh 2020 is when the album came out okay what i'm saying is what are you uh, saying jeff because i'm i don't know (laughs) i'm just i'm kind of rambling but uh (laughs) saying that just to just to like reiterate what we were saying is that like i i come back to them yeah, every once yeah. in a while after after a while so i just i just don't um like continually listen to them i guess yeah that's uh, a long answer yeah so what's interesting is i keep saying a lot of the bands that we've been covering over this past what six months seven months now uh damn that's long we've been doing this for a while uh <laughs> yeah uh, is uh, UNFD record label. It's unified record label. They're they're an independent 
uh, record label founded in Melbourne, Australia. And so we've covered like Invent Animate, uh, Hollow Front. Uh, we're going to be doing Silent Planet, uh, like Moss to Flame, but also other names that you've probably heard is Era, um, mm-hmm. Dream like State, Era. North Lane, Silverstein. So they actually architects. So what's crazy is I felt like I was like this where did this come from? Because I, you know, I'm used to like fearless records or solid state records and stuff like that, which are these big, like glomerate type record labels. And I've never heard of unified. So I went to, I finally went to their website and, uh, they have offices all over the world, but they're founded in Melbourne and their like mission statement is they say that we work with inspiring artists across a broad spectrum of heavy music and the company's shared values of innovation, teamwork, and uh, dedication are reflected in those musicians. It is our mission to make these artists extraordinary artists, extraordinary vision, a reality every day. Uh, we were proud to be a part of Unified, a music company that comprises management, retail solutions, multiple labels publishing and full suite of other creative business services. So uh, kind of what I got from that is they are very art. They're more for in it for the artists than they are for the money, which is why I think with a lot of these albums that we've covered have been stellar. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't feel like the record label has meddled in like the sound of these bands and it's been purely the bands just kind of going in and saying, Hey, this is what we want to do. And they're like, all right, well, you know, we have maybe suggestions, but you don't have to like, you know, they're not like pushing for a certain sound. It's like this, this, uh, cause unified is like the, the parent company. And then UNFD, I th- think is the, just the heavy music aspect. And so they're just, they're solely, um, what is it? They're, they're like solely looking at heavy music. And so they're kind of like specialized. And so you don't have somebody who's used to dealing with pop stars or dealing with like country music, trying to produce a heavy metal, metal album. You have somebody that's in, in the scene and knows what people want to listen to. And so you're able to get these really good albums. I think, I think a lot of my, from this year, some of my most favorite albums have been from UNFD. Yeah. And just some of the ones that you mentioned so far, like Silent Planet, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Invent Animate. Um, there's another one in there that we did. Uh, uh, Holofront. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. All those, all those, all those, albums are very um like passionate i would say like in their in their lyrical style and and it's not like it's not like a cookie cutter sound for all of them mm-hmm. like they they all they'll have their own sound and it, it uh, like sometimes you can pick out when when it's like the ba- like the music sounds influenced by someone else other than the band and of the ones that you mentioned um doesn't sound like i, I agree with you where it sounds like there wasn't really any influence by the label where they, they just took a step back and let the yeah. artists express themselves. Yeah. Architects was the other one. We did them, didn't we? Yeah. I think out of all those, they were the kind of the most like radio friendly, would you say? I Mass appeal, maybe? Maybe. I don't remember too much of what Architects sounded like, to be honest. They're kind of like more of like a, they almost took like a, almost like a hard rock kind of sound. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So that was just a little bit about, just because I've been seeing, I've been seeing UNFD a lot amongst the the labels that we've uh, been talking about. So I just wanted to take a second, just kind of be like, Hey, this is kind of where they're from and why it all sounds really good because they have really good, uh, like a good mission mission statement. They're more band focused than they are about making it radio friendly all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I, I've, I've known about UNF or unified for, for a while, but I never even realized that that's what that would stand for. UNFD. Yeah. Um, so you just taught me something. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Teacher. And this is kids is why you do your homework. I'm <laughs> joking. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> um, I tried. Um, what? I tried to do some homework. I tried. <laughs> I looked up some lyrics this week. Oh, good job. Yeah. Another thing I liked about this uh, album, Pure Like Porcelain, was... I, I enjoy when bands reference the album title, but not in the song name. Like there's not like a song named after the the album. Uh, so in uh, views from halfway down, there the lyrics pure like porcelain are in uh, in that song, and it's just it's very subtle. Towards like the end, I believe like maybe three quarters of the way through the song. And I, I was doing something. I looked up and I was like, Hey, that's the name of the, the album. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I enjoy it when it's a little bit more subtle than like in your face, like some bands, but yeah, I, I enjoy that too. Actually this, this kind of on topic, but like me and my sister have this joke where um, we'll look at each other and, and, <clears throat> like when you're watching a movie and like yeah. they say the movie title in the in a line of the movie but yeah. it feels kind of like forced or like <laughs> cheesy yeah. like oh boy here it comes here it comes he's about to say it you know yeah <laughs> uh so yeah i i appreciate it when it's a little more subtle mm-hmm. like you said yeah what did you think about the album i liked it uh i i'm really liking eps lately yeah, no. you've been saying um, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just short and sweet to the point. Um, I like that they've, they've based, they, they haven't, and like, like Must of Flames haven't really like, haven't really like changed their sound too much. Like it still sounds yeah. like them. Like they still have the same kind of uh, uh, melodic singing to them. Um and they all have the same, like similar, you know, writing styles for each album. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they have a, they do have a great Blech at two fifty seven at a, in a ameliorate. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I just, I just really enjoyed it. And you know, to be honest, they have a lot more monthly listeners than I would have expected. Yeah. Like half, almost half a million, um, deserve, deservedly so. Desertly so? Yeah, desertly. (laughs) Very tasty. (laughs) Um, but yeah, overall, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't really have much to complain about really. No. Yeah. It, I like how you put it Their Their sound is, like I said, I haven't listened to them probably in about four or five years. Um, and they've maybe come on like a playlist, but I haven't like actively listened for them and listening through this. I was like, it, it sounds different, but it's definitely like Masta flames. Mm-hmm. It, they changed it up just enough to where it was something new, but it was still their style, which I could dig. Yeah. And there's things like, like for example, um, uh, let me click on around like like fifty four seconds uh, in views from halfway down. Like I I don't have the best memory of their sound, but I it, I don't recall them doing a lot of those like. It's almost like you remember like frontier has those like pitch shift pedal yeah like throwing in some like sounds like that i i don't you know i might be wrong but i don't recall them having that a lot 
mm-hmm. in their music. But yeah, I like when I like when like little sounds like that were, are thrown in. Yeah, um, I like when bands at try something a little like a little different rather than just being all you know chuggy all the time, adding in little sounds like that. I I I, I like that. No chugs all the time. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I kind of had two favorites. Track one, uh, ameliorate. Did I say that right? Ameliorate. Yeah. Ameliorate. It's a, I'm gonna look up what that is. Yeah, please do. Because I I thought about looking that one up, and I was like, I I just didn't. But I, I wrote the intro is very Jeffy. It's very you. <laughs> like me? Yeah. Like just like how okay. you how you write sometimes. It has that uh the ticketada you know, kind of what you do. Like that intro. I don't know. I've I feel like I've heard you write similarly. And like then, the first like those first couple seconds. Yeah, those first couple seconds. Yeah. And then when they get into the chorus i think the the little whittly diddlies that they do over top of like the power chords was very i felt like was kind of like how you write okay uh me me and i don't know oh, maybe, where they go like the do da da do da yeah like, yeah yeah. Like, yeah 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 i like i like that's the stuff i like to do yeah so I, I felt like that was very you. I was like, this this song reminds me of Aww. Jeff. Aww. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, ameliorate means make make better, like so, to make something bad or unsat unsatisfactory better. So just do better. To make it better. Yeah. Well, to make it better. Make do better. Got it. <laughs> make do better. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I kind of just like three bullet points for ameliorate at 118. Just the the guitar with the screams. I have a little heart next to because it just. It just I don't know, I love the. How it's just kind of drums and then like a guitar going and then just him screaming over top. It bringing us back to last week when we talked about Immerse. Was it Immerse? Yeah, it was Immerse. No, it was. Endus. Endus. And Immerse. Maybe both of them just yelling when they were like very little instruments going on. I don't know. I liked it. And then. At 222, they, uh, the buildup for Screams My Name, like that lyric where they say Screams My Name, uh, it's just, it's such a sexy buildup. <laughs> I don't know how else to like describe it because it's so soft. Like they kind of calm down the whole, whole song and then they just, they just got this like build up and it oh it's so good like they just they're holding out the words just right and it's just when they finally like release all that energy it just sounds so good love it yeah i um like yeah from from what i remember also i i don't recall them doing that a lot in past releases yeah like when I don't like think if you so. like the beginning of um views from halfway down <clears throat> it starts off with that like guitar that's kind of gritty it's more of like a clean sound yeah but it, or it's not very high gain um and i don't really recall them experimenting with that a lot yeah in the past because that was like one of the first things i noticed when i when i first listened to views from halfway down um because I was like, oh, this sounds different from what I remember. <laughs> yeah. You know. Definitely. Um, which also would like enforce that this one has got a, a bit of a different sound to it. Which I think by views from halfway down has uh, 
is like one of my favorites, like, especially yeah. like I, I like the type of singing in, um, like if you go to 137 at views from halfway down, it's, it's like that almost, they almost sound like bored when they're singing it, you know? And there's a, there was a song, uh, from silent planet that I'll, that I'll bring that up too. that, that type of singing. Um, it's not like they're belting it. It's just kind of very, uh, not that it's monotone, but it's like monotone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they're kind of sleepy or something. I haven't listened to a lot of uh, this person, but like Billie Eilish. I know it's Billie Eilish, <laughs> but I always yeah. call her Billie Eilish. Like it kind of has that that sort of feel where it's just that I don't care type singing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's just like kind of that. what that reminded me of. Just I don't care, but I'm singing it. <laughs> yeah. Like because she's like in her, you know, her song Bad Guy, she's she's I'm the bad guy, you know, yeah. very. Yeah, like I don't care. I like that. I like that. I don't care type of singing. Yeah, those yeah. Are the, those that type of that that type of like melody uh, stick sticks out to me because I don't really hear that a lot around around town. Yeah, even downtown. Even downtown. Yeah. <laughs> Just here all week. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, no, I'd say my other favorite was Gnashing Teeth. That was just a fun song. I I thought that the intro to Gnashing Teeth would have made a great opening for a live show because it just has that, it has that type of buildup that you're just expecting from a live. It's just like sounds, a little bit of guitar-y, but like heavily uh, put through something and then and then they just belt out some gnarly screams. I, f- I just feel like a nice 15 second opener while they're walking out on the stage and then just, oh, the screams would be great. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, could, that's good. That's a good uh, observation. Yeah. And then I thought it was interesting at uh, the 45 second mark and also at 2.15. Same song? Yes. Gnashing Teeth. The vocals sound cybery. Does, does that like make electronic sense? electronic or something? Not necessarily see. electronic, just cybery. Like, <laughs> I understand that would be, it sounds electronic, but it's more cybery than electronic in my head. So 45. 45. It's the same thing at 215. So if you find it at 45, it should be the same thing. Or I'm sorry, 54. I I don't know if I'm dyslexic or not, but yeah, 54. <laughs> Jeez, I am. I'm not here today, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I'm hearing what you're hearing. At 54 seconds? Yeah. In gnashing teeth, right? Yeah. It should be. I hear some like kind of noises from like guitar. But not the singing. That like. Okay. You, okay. So, you, yeah, you really have to listen to it. it listen past like clear out the guitar and yeah. listen to the, the words that he's saying and l- listen to them in both ears. And you'll get this like, like Neo going through the phone in the matrix type, like that cybery noise, just like very faintly. Okay. Give me five seconds and I will. Okay. Five seconds of radio silence. Yes. Okay, I hear it now. Okay, I had to turn it up louder. Yep. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah. It's not electronic. It's, it's very it's, subtle. It's it's cybery. Yeah. Yeah. It that's I, that's the only thing I could think of is very cybery. But I I don't know. I really like that. It was, I like that subtlety that they put on it. 
you're like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not crazy. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like, I'm, I'm listening to it. Like, you know, obviously quieter than Mm -hmm. your voice. So I, I didn't pick up on it, but yeah, you're, you're right. If you turn it up a little louder, you can hear that. I didn't notice that in the car. It was literally, I'm, I was listening to the last time, write my notes down. Uh, and it was, I was like, what the heck? Wait, what was that? And I had to rewind it a couple of times because I just like caught it just very briefly. I thought it was really cool. I like that sound. Mm-hmm. And then at 2.38, uh, I know you got to kick out of this last time I did it. So I did it again. The guitar rift, the D do 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 dot like it's it it's a nice little like a nice little riff i like it 238 yeah that's very like moss the flames yeah i don't know i just i enjoyed that and then uh what did i put two at then at i was at 238 then at 258 there is almost hmm Man, I wish I could read my handwriting. <laughs> Two fifty eight, you said. Something about the guitar being underneath everything. I don't know. It's like a lot of the frequencies were taken out. Like it was filtered. Yeah, it just man, I really wish I knew what that said. Like all that I'm reading now is M-I-M-I-C-I-Y. I'm like, that doesn't even, that's not even a word. What was I, I cannot. Tra- what was I trying to say? I don't even know that. I don't even know if that's English. <laughs> it's shorthand and I don't know the code. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Either like way, cy- it's like cyber code. Yeah. Either way, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, whatever that guitar sound was. I enjoyed it. I don't know how I was trying to describe it, but I liked it. I yeah, liked it's it like a, lot. a It's like a sustained, uh, like they filter the guitar and it's just like washy kind of phasey sustained yeah. notes in the background. Yeah. I dig it. Like siren, like sireny. Yeah. We'll go with that. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, Either way, did you have any favorites or? Yeah, I liked, I think Ameliorate and Views from Halfway Down. And I think those two were like favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ameliorate, I think you nailed it because that, like that five seconds of intro is you. I, I just, yeah. I, I really, yeah, I really like that, like, percussive kind of, like, it's, like, real, cl- it's, like, kind of clean sounding, but yeah. very articulate in the way that they have to play it. Yeah. And you're, and you're right, that is something that I. Yeah, as soon have, as I, I heard it, done. I was like, that's Jeff. That's, <laughs> that's got Jeff written all over. That's why he wanted to do this album is he's like, I want to talk about me. I'm yeah, joking, right. I'm joking, I'm joking. And I was gonna hope that Matt would bring that up. Yep. And he knew <laughs> I would because I was like, "This is this is Jeff. Jeff wrote mm-hmm. this song." Now I'm joking. He did not. <laughs> it was like Moss to Flame, 100. Don't sue us. <laughs> Don't sue us. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's all I had to say. I I I liked it. Um, the number. Since we do that. Man, I don't know. It's. I liked it, but I wasn't in like in love with it per se. I had. Like I said, I had like the two songs that I really enjoyed, but the the other three I weren't bad by any means. It's just for I didn't connect with them all that much. So I would probably have to say like a seven and a half on this for me. I enjoyed it, but. I guess when like when I look forward to two out of five songs, kind of like, the the other three aren't bad. They're good songs. Obviously they're the 
well, two of them are the most played songs out of the EP. So mm-hmm. there's something wrong with me, not the songs. <laughs> uh, I'd give it like an eight and a half. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any particular reason? No, it was just hitting right. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe because last week you were talking about how Endus wasn't just hitting you quite right. Like you enjoyed it, but it wasn't. There's was just something off with you or yeah. that just wasn't hitting right. And I think that might be what's going on with this. Is it just I wasn't in the right mood for it. Except yeah, for I those think, two songs. Yeah. And it might be it might be because I maybe it's been a while since I listened to them. Yeah. That um, I was hitting the spot, you know. Uh, yeah. Been a, yeah, been a couple been a couple years, I think. So I think it came at the right time. You were you were you were getting that itch for like moths to flames, and they they're like, oh, you know what, Jeff Jeff's kind of itchy. Let's uh let's get him his fix. Let's scratch this itch. Yeah. This this album is just for you, Jeff. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Now we just have to get an art, a band to do the, your uh, solo screaming album. Maybe Silent Planet will do it. If we talk about it enough, tag them in enough things, maybe like a three-song EP, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. That seems, like, that seems like a solo project the singer could do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that they haven't done anything like that. Cause like that album has, has a, has a couple of, uh, like fillers on it. Right. I think like one twelve was a filler. And then towards the end, there was another one I'm surprised that he just didn't yeah scream over the top of that. Yeah. It's like, it would be a perfect match. It would. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So should we move on to silent planet? Then? Yeah. Since we're talking about them already. <laughs> already. Yeah. So. You said it was one of your favorite bands, so I think you should start this one off. Oh boy, oh boy, put the I loved it too, but uh, it's great. Yeah, I, I just I like how unique they are. I haven't found a band really that does what they do, uh, to the extent I should say that they do it. I one one crazy thing that I just found out is in my little research that I did, the vocalist Garrett Russell has a master's in psychology and has field experience as a mental health therapist, which is probably why when I listen to him, I feel like I've gone to therapy. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense because his, his lyrics are very, uh, they hit, they, they easily hit home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, they're from, so they, yeah, they're from California and yeah, Garrett has a way with words. He, I have to sometimes even like go to the dictionary and look up some of the words that he uses because they're just, ugh, you know, and that's, and that, you know, going way back this, that's one thing I wish I, 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 I wanted to say about, uh, Amber glow. There were a couple words in that EP that I, yeah. I looked up, you know, so I was like learning new dictionary words from them. And, but, uh, I, I, forgot to write it down or something like that, but I had it in my head. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I like, I, I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it, this is a whole experience, uh, both mentally, uh, in the psyche and just in learning what things mean. And it's, it's a lot to take in. I, but going just on like music wise, I love how, produced the guitars and instruments are but they left the vocals very raw does that Mm -hmm. make does that make sense yeah because like in uh translate the night which is one of my favorites oh man me too he does uh at 237 where he, he says translate the night but night is just this super guttural scream and you can hear like the, as he's screaming, he's getting like little, I don't know if a little bit phlegm bubbles or little spit bubbles in his throat. Like just, the, just, mo- just like the moisture and you can hear them like popping as he's like screaming it. And you're like, Oh, like it's like they put the mic 
down his throat while he's yeah. doing it. And it's, it's so good. I love it. I, I think I just learned the phrase for what that was the other day. Saliva rattle. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, yeah. Um, oops. I'm oops. The wrong song. Translate. Yeah. Translate the night it was so like when I first, the first time I heard the album, mm-hmm. um, after translate the night was done, I, I listened to it again before going on to the rest of the the album. Cause like, especially that, like the, the, those like Tom fills at the beginning. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. It's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, it, oh. it's so, it fits. It's just, I love that it. one doesn't have, doesn't have like a lot of plays really. No, I, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of on par with everything else. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't get, I don't get, I don't get it either. They're wrong. <laughs> They should, they yeah, should, like they should have more plays. And, and I agree with what you said earlier, a minute ago about <clears throat> leaving the vocals raw and the like the instruments, mm-hmm. um, kind of you know, produce more produced. Yeah, I don't remember what song it was, but it stuck out to me where, um, maybe it's Terminal. My other, my other favorite was Terminal. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, like like the all the instruments just sounded very cohesive and yeah. very like one piece of just here's all the instruments and then like vocals on top of that. Mm-hmm. Right? It like blends yeah. all the, together really well. Yeah. Um and and terminal is another example of when I was I was talking about um when we were talking about the like the late the I don't care type of singing, the lazy singing. Yeah. Like right around like, for example, like kind of like two minutes. Um, and terminal. Kind of similar to that. Yeah. Okay. I could. Yeah. A little bit more profound at like a minute 15. It was a little melodic at the two minute, but at like the two fifteen, it gets a little bit more of that "I don't care" type singing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the melodic portion to it. Yeah, it's good. No, it, yeah, I wasn't saying it was bad. I was just saying, yeah, I get that. No, I can hear that, huh? Like I'm not saying it was bad. I was like, yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. Just, I was just teasing. I was not. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really write notes like musically for any of their songs just because I I listen to Silent Planet for the, the lyric like I I know I'm a big lyric guy so then when you have a a guy that has a master's in psychology and he's just writing words on paper it's you know it's going to be good Uh, so like in translate the night i think one of my favorite lines was uh syntax collapses while the sunlight filters through will fade away nameless in wonder numerous in you i'm like like (laughs) like i'm still digesting that yeah like i'm still digesting that i i don't fully grasp what he's saying and i think that's why i like listening to this band so much is i it you you figure out like one piece of the this puzzle or bit that he's saying and then you have to like literally the next line you're having to go back and figure out how it fits and it's like a whole mental workout listening to these guys and it's just i love it so much mm-hmm. yeah and and uh bef- like since you mentioned that he has a masters in uh, was it psychology you said? Yeah. Uh, it make it makes sense that he's that he would want to pursue that, and that he's very it's like life experience for him. Whereas like, um, like he like he in, incorporates his life experience mm-hmm. and his I because I know I I know over the years he's had a lot of like um I think like mental health problems, um, and. 
uh, number one, that's relatable, but yeah, I think, I don't, I don't know if like every psychologist would, would have that would like, could relate to that. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to school for psychology and be like a psychologist, but because I'm interested in mental health, not like because I've been through it, you know, yeah, like he's been through it. He's had a lot of life experience and then he, you know, whether he wanted to actually do anything with the degree or just learn more about it, like, I don't know, but, uh, you know, it, it's just, it goes hand in hand, like with his life experience and his degree and he's putting it towards his music with his life experience rather than just going to school to get a degree to become a psychologist, you know, like someone who, who doesn't, Mm -hmm. who can't relate to that maybe, but he can relate to it really easily. And yeah, it comes and and it, and it's easy. It's easy for him to discuss and like music is his medium or is their medium, I should say. Yeah. So they, I like they, in their bio, they talk about like weaving together topics that range from historical injustice to existential despair of modern life. Uh, Silent Silent Planet has a message that burns with a hardcore ignitation. I know the word, but I like, I'm fumbling over how to say it. Uh, It's It's in their Spotify bio? Yeah. While coupled with progressive instrumentals instrumentation okay yeah indignation yeah indignation yeah so uh yeah like you know that there's some sort of historical injustice or mental health or just like kind of going back to was it immerse yeah immerse where they like talking about what it is to be human and that's kind of what this band what silent plan also do is it's just kind of going through talking about life it's, and it might not all be relatable because we all uh, experience life differently, but it's very, it's catchy. And uh, the, the, if you can grab onto something, it's, he does a, he's able to like make it re- like what is relatable is very relatable, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed Trilogy. Um, this was one of the mores where I I enjoyed the uh, the instrumental. It kind of has like this techno intro going into Screams just in the very beginning. And then uh, bringing back like classic. This, this album was very, uh, was very, that's not proper English, was much more... Uh, melodic than say like their first full length their first full length had like panic room and all that where it was very i use very a lot it's starting to bug me (laughs) (laughs) it had a lot of uh spoken poetry in it it scattered throughout the whole album and wasn't Mm -hmm. super melodic whereas this it i felt like it had more of a melodic tone to it but then they you know, you get into trilo- trilogy. They have this heavy spoken poetry part at uh, one twenty four, and one twenty four. Yeah, I don't know. I just I enjoy it a lot. The or I guess it starts there, but it it really doesn't get into it until one thirty eight. It's like, okay. and then it goes into like a melodic uh, chorus after that. I don't know. It's good stuff. Good soup, as my one friend would say. Oh, actually, I think yeah, I agree with that. And trilogy, I think, is the one I was thinking of, where all the instruments are cohesive mm-hmm. during the. It's like one forty-seven. It doesn't sound like guitars it's like it's like a it's you know, like much drums, bigger bass and guitars yeah, yeah guitars bass and drums are all just one like one sound yeah yeah uh-huh it's yeah it's smooth as butter it's just yeah it's smooth yeah it's so smooth yeah it's good uh one of my other favorites was second sons second son i don't know why i put an s at the end of that second son um 
one once again, this is more of a lyrical standpoint. I I enjoyed the every single time it gets me. Like I I'll be listening to it and just I'll be waiting for the part where he says, Until the lie is true, drowned with me in deja vu. Like just that that whole part there, uh the instruments, the lyrics, it gets me every time. I'm just like it, it, it hits and I'm like, oh, it feels so good. Love it. And then I, when I was reading through the lyrics while listening to it, uh, taking notes, just his play on words is fun too. Uh, when he says, when Perio, Perio, mm, I can't say it, Periats, Pirouettes, 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 there we go. When Pirouettes spun into pure regret, like just mm. taking Pirouette. And then like kind of mm. chopping it up and changing it a little bit and saying pure regret. It it's a fun play on words. I that's why I find I like finding those little nuggets. In you know, one of my favorite parts about yeah, that's that's awesome. And one of my favorite parts about Second Son is at 329. Yeah. Whatever sound that is. That like 329. 329. Am I missing it? Right. Uh, well, second, you're on second sun, right? Yeah. 329. Bump the volume a little bit. It's like a... I don't oh. Know if it's like guitar or something. For me, but. it's a little bit later. It's like 330-ish. And it almost sounds like uh, like female vocals or like a little choir that they kind of distorted or like heavily reverbed. A little bit. I don't know. Or are we hearing two different things? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I was like 329. You're like, oh, it's a little later for me at 330. <laughs> it's like a second later. <laughs> I told you I wasn't here today, guys. Like <laughs> Yeah, I can see it. It almost does have like a cor- like a choir sound to it. Yeah. But it's like I think it might I think it might be some kind of guitar effect. But it does it does have like almost like a human uh like aspect. Yeah. S- yeah. Pronunciation to it or something. Yeah. But that that is a part in Second Son that um that did that stuck out to me a lot. So I, I really like that part. Yeah, so it, once again, kind of going back into the whole lyrics and figuring out what they're talking about and like diving deeper and all that fun stuff they were talking about is mm, and head headania headania and he donia and he donia is how you pronounce and, it. Yeah. Uh, I had to look that up because I was like, that has to mean something. And it's the inability to feel pleasure. Okay. So you, you got that little nugget, right? The inability to feel pleasure. Mm-hmm. Then you go and you start listening to the song and you hear the lyrics. Uh, and it makes sense because then he says, they try, they try to keep me numb, but I'll break the silence now because there's blood on my lips from biting my tongue. Okay. I get it. Like they're trying to keep him numb. That's the inability to feel pleasure right so then you go a little bit deeper right and they uh the lyrics go on to say servant to an empire courier of the damn damned worship your greed spread your disease filling your coffers with duplicity i see the flesh as it hides in your teeth it's the skin that you took when your lips brushed the cheek of the savior, savior you follow. Preach to the sheep who will follow you into an apathy. Right? So you got that little paragraph that I just read to you, right? Mm-hmm. I think we watched a YouTube video on Garrett Russell and how in high school he used to be like an athlete and then he found out he had some sort of disease where he couldn't play sports anymore because his 
bones or his ligaments would break too easily. I'm pretty sure that's we watched that. I remember. Right? I, yeah, I remember the. Okay. Di- I don't exactly remember what it was. That was yeah, Silent had, Planet, right? He was like a. Yeah, yeah. He was like a basketball player. Yeah. I think, but couldn't. So then he got continue with it. Yeah. So then he got angry with God and like he was Christian and got angry with God. And then he found out how to put all those feelings into like a diary and write. And then that's how he kind of formed up with uh, writing music. Right. So knowing that he has like a Christian background, right now we're going (laughs) to, this is where I'm, like I said, there's, it's just like kind of going into this whole like other aspect is so Servanton Empire, Courier of the Dam, and going into talking about, um, I see the flesh as it hides in your teeth. It's the skin you took when your lips brushed his cheek. So when Judas, uh, like betrayed Jesus, Jesus, right? In the story, he, uh, to the guards, he symbolized, uh, or he, he, showed who Jesus was by kissing him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then, okay, so the Savior that you follow, you preach to the sheep and follow you, right? Uh, and he did that for greed because he, like, they're offering money, so he took the money, right? So, then you go on to the next line. Lost inside a fever dream, a carousel of wilting roses sing, you now depart from me and find an empty field to hang your head. And I was just like, wait, I don't remember Jesus ever telling Judas to go hang himself. But I remember that the way Judas died was by hanging himself over like the guilt. So like inside his own head, it, it, I don't know. It, it's like, it's like that play on words. Like you now depart from me and find an empty field to hang your head. So if he's still talking, once again, this is if it's just still talking about like Judas and Jesus and stuff like that. But like the correlation is crazy. How, at least in my eyes, that's what I'm reading. And I don't know if that's what he meant, but it's very similar to the whole how Judas betrayed Jesus and then like felt guilt. So he tried to return the money, but he still like felt guilty. So he went out into the desert and hung himself. Well, that was a deep dive right there. Like, like I said, it was like, (laughs) yeah. And, but I, you, you, you just, you, you said something a second ago where you said, I don't know if that's what he meant. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I don't, I think his name is Garrett. I don't, right. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if he, uh, is the type of lyricist to have like one meaning. So it, you know, like it means something to him yeah, and then it means something for you. So it, it, it's not like, here's what the song is about. Oh, it's true. Like, here's, yeah. here's a general thing. And I think, I think he, like he used they, they yeah, they enjoy making it like, uh, uh, relatable to everybody so that yeah. it's like, you, you can use your own like interpretation of what it's, what I, it I but, could yeah, see that, that. So he used like his, like, his background in Christianity to write like a, a vague representation of like that moment, but it was poetic enough to where it can apply elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. That was just something I, I like I was reading that. I was like, this seems too familiar. Like this is familiar. Why is this familiar? (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty impressive that you were able to just, yeah. To, to able to interpret it like that. Cause that would, that would have went completely over my head. Um, but along, <laughs> but along with that, I, I think, you know, you, 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 like you, um, you mentioned to me today that you were reading, um, John Goblicon's book. Um, yeah, I think, I think like a poetry book or some kind of po- poetic story or something by this lyricist would be incredible. Yeah. That would I be mean, like his, his, his lyrics are, you could probably read his lyrics as poetry anyway, but if he had, if he came out with like a, something like a poetry book of other stuff, maybe that didn't make it into songs or whatever, like personal things that he, I, I think I, I would love to read that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. I'm on their website right now trying to 
I feel like that's something they would do. Or if not, they should. <laughs> they should. Because I would buy Inspired by the Black Cast. Uh, yeah. Trademark, trademark, copyright, whatever the little R is. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the little R is. <laughs> Remarkable. Remarkable. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's... I was like, doesn't it mean prescription, but that's RX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, so they have a thing called retrospective, the retrospective, the book. Um, what is it? There's no item description. <laughs> so it might, it might be a, what is it? I want, I need I'm going to go on uh, Amazon. See yeah. If, see see. It. Yeah. It's called retrospect of the book. book. So it might be a, uh, I'm not seeing it. Oh, we'll have to look we it need up to know. Yeah. We yeah. need to find out. We'll, we'll find out either way. I think one of my favorite, the, the way I found, I don't know how you discovered silent planet, but the way I discovered it is when I was working at Starbucks, uh, we had a drink that came out, and we put like a, 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 a dash of, was it cinnamon or like a nutmeggy type? No, it was like a special type of sugar. Like a, it was almost like a brown sugar, but it was made from something else. And then we dash it over the top of it, and it made a line going across. Well, the artwork that they had for that poster was very similar to um was it when it all began uh let me find the i need to find the no the the night that god slept there's like the circle with this line going through it right mm-hmm. and the art the artwork for the starbucks poster was very similar to how the album art looks for that and that's how i found silent planet was working at Starbucks and seeing a meme of someone saying, does anybody think that this looks like this? And it 100% looked like it could have been an ad for silent planets album. (laughs) Awesome. Back in 2014. I I think, uh, I think you may have been the one to introduce me. I think you may have told me about panic room or something. Um, I don't, I don't recall finding them on my own. (laughs) Or maybe I did and and didn't give them the time of day, yeah, or something. Because like, I think I think I I think I remember hearing Panic Room and not just like back then, not being into that like spoken style the way mm-hmm. that they did it. And that was like the first song I heard by them. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I would enjoy like a whole album like that because like to me that that like represented like what their sound was i guess and i think that i think it was pretty accurate mm-hmm. but uh yeah i don't know if i gave him a chance after listening to that but then came came you know circled around again and and ended up liking them anyway but um yeah. i think I, I i think you may have been the one that told me about them i'm like a gateway drug yes <laughs> very addictive <laughs> handsome <clears throat> i mean uh Thanks. <laughs> yes, attractive and very just huggable and cuddleable. Thanks. <laughs> gateway drug. The best type of gateway drugs, the ones that gives cuddles. Yes. All right. Uh, do you have anything else to add? I that was my like little tangent with Anhedonia. 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 Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think this one is, this one's also one of those, one of those types of albums that is best listened to all the way through. Yeah. Um, not even, so here's, here's what's fun is I left, I like to listen to albums from beginning to end, right? Cause that's, they're usually meant that way as like, that's how the artist put, how they want you to hear the album. I, for whatever reason, I hit the shuffle button like a while back and sorry. And it carried through to when I was listening to this the last couple times and it's fun to listen to it just kind of in any random order. Okay. And, and, you know, 
that was just like I said we usually like to listen to an album from front to beginning but to start at one and go to five and then come back around I think it it has that flow to where it can kind of just go wherever it wants wherever it needs to go mm-hmm. so to listen to it yeah from from beginning well not from to listen to the whole album all together but then listening to it in any order is doable which I don't think yeah. you can do that with just any album yeah, like if you tried that with Immerse, you might you might not appreciate how they go from sound to sound. Yeah. Like you were pointing that out. That little roller they, coaster, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, because like, like each of these songs has like, you know, different elements to it, but not so different like Immerse where that's like they, they kind of are almost like three different genres in <laughs> yeah. one band, whereas this, where Silent, at least this album, stays pretty consistent in terms of its sound. So yeah, correct. I could, I could see shuffling and, and being okay with that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. Like, there's just, yeah, just another comment. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like they have like silent planet overall. It's not like they have a bunch of like, you know, speed metal parts, like crazy double kicks and stuff. Like a lot no. of the songs are, are like of similar speed. It's kind of chill. Yeah, it's I I listen to it to kind of just chill out, which is odd because it it does get you going a little bit, but for the most part, it's just kind of chill. Although, what was it? There was one song that I was driving on the freeway. I don't remember what song it was, but there was one of the songs where it whatever rhythm they were playing had was just the right tempo, and I was forgetting. Like I wasn't paying attention to my speed and all of a sudden I'm doing 90 oh, <laughs> on the freeway. I, that's, you're known for that, for doing that. Yeah. I kind of get lost in the music <laughs> and just going. Uh, but really the only other band that's done that to me is the Browning. Yep. <laughs> that kind of gets me going. So I don't listen to them when I drive, but uh, <laughs> I don't remember what, maybe it was Terminal or Trilogy. I don't remember which one it was. But I just looked down and I was like, oh, wow, I was just too into the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's so, what, that was my story about how I broke the law today. <laughs> <laughs> how did you break the law today? Just listening to Silent Planet doing 90 in the, on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> so now the big, the big question, what's the number? Uh... It's like a nine for me. I would have, honestly, I would have, I would have liked more of the spoken poetry. I think they, they went away from it a little bit, but uh, that's just my personal, because I just, that's one thing. That's why I started listening to them. So that's what I look forward to in every album. Uh, But I enjoyed all the songs. I don't think there was one song that I didn't like. So a nine. Yeah, I was thinking the same, same exact. Thing. Nice. Any re- any so reason? Nice same that. reason. It's so nice. Um, <laughs> a little butter influence in there. Yeah. Um, no, it was just a solid album. You know, yeah. like, same, same, same. You know, it's I didn't, I didn't. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the same thing as you said. A little bit more spoken poetry because I just love that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, I think that, and, and I mean, I guess a nine, uh, because I think this might be, I, I, I love, I like older Silent Planet as well, but it seemed like this one I, I, I listened to more often than like, not only cause we had to, you know, do it in a week, but, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> because I don't know, it's just something about it that, that, uh, I just listened to it more often than like older, like older stuff. Yeah. And I don't like I recently like when you when you mentioned that Silent Planet had a new album coming out, um I went back and I was like, Oh, I never listened to um like I had everything with sound, but somehow I skipped like when the end began. Mm-hmm. So I listened to that one and I liked that one. And the night God slept, I don't know why, but I don't think I've ever heard that one either. So That's, like that should be the one that has uh Oh, I guess it doesn't have Panic Room. I thought I, had, I thought no, that was one that had Panic Room in it. 
No, that one's everything. Everything was sound. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Tricks. But it has uh, like native blood. Oh, I love native blood. First mother. Delicious. So. I think native. I don't know the whole context, but I think native blood didn't, didn't it, like start to come back. Like, and like it was like a. It was like a big thing. Like it started like blowing up recently. Did it? Yeah. I think I remember seeing something like that. Um, I mean, it's got a I don't, 1.7 mil views or listens. So maybe, I don't, I don't know. I just know that's one of my favorite songs by them. Okay. Yeah. I'll, maybe, maybe I'll find, I'll, I'll find uh, that article that I came across, but I, I don't know that song. So I have to, I got some, some more homework retrospective listening to do yeah <laughs> sounds good uh well i guess that makes sense then i was i, I felt like 2014 was too far back i started listening to him in 2016 but then i went back and listened to the night that god slept there we go gotcha. figured out the timeline it all works solid nine from both of us and like Master Flames was right there behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? I'm good. All right. That will end this episode of the podcast, and we'll see you next week. See you later.